the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, February the 22nd, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1630, English colonists in Massachusetts Bay Colony, they first sampled popcorn. It had been brought to them by a Native American named uh, Quataquina for their Thanksgiving celebration that had happened earlier, as we know. They liked it. Popcorn is still with us today. That's kind of how it was introduced to the new Americans. Today in 1732, George Washington was born in Westmoreland County in Virginia Colony. Today in 1784, a U.S. merchant ship, the Empress of China, left New York for the Far East to trade goods with China. First time. Today in 1935, it became illegal for airplanes to fly over the White House. Probably not a bad idea. Today in 1959, the inaugural Daytona 500 race was held. For those of you who like car racing, and some of us do, Johnny Beauchamp was the initial winner. They declared him the winner. Then they got to looking at the finish line again, I guess with cameras or something. The the victory was later reversed and awarded to Lee Petty. became a kind of a lasting um, argument and a lasting uh, mark on the Daytona 500 race, but it's a big deal to this day. Today in 1980, the miracle on ice took place in Lake Placid, New York. United States Olympic hockey team upset the Soviets 4-3. to Interesting. The U.S. team went on to win the gold medal. There was a movie made about this whole event. It was called Miracle on Ice. Very interesting, in fact, and uh, I've seen a part of it. I don't I haven't seen it all, but um, it's a very interesting story. Today in 1997, scientists in Scotland, they announced they had succeeded in cloning an adult mammal. They produced a, a lamb named Dolly. Dolly, however, was later put down. Dolly had a very short life, was marred by premature aging, disease, all kinds of issues. You know, when... Every time in history, when man tries to play God, things never work out at all as they should. This was one of those times. Today in 2016, the City Council of Charlotte, North Carolina, voted 7-4 to to pass a new law allowing transgender people to choose public bathrooms that corresponded to their gender identity. That kind of opened the bathroom door to other states doing the same thing, and pretty soon it became epidemic. However, five years ago today, the Trump administration lifted federal guidelines that said transgender students should be allowed to use public school bathrooms and locker rooms matching their chosen gender identity. The Trump administration said, no, let's just go with the biology. If you're a boy, you'll know it. Use the boys' bathroom. That was kind of the message for the day, and it should have been. 
Fox News is reporting a story this morning, just well, within the hour. It's an exclusive story. Other news sources, conservative news sources, will carry this story. But explicit Los Angeles, this is Fox News, just within the hour. Explicit Los Angeles jailhouse recordings of Hannah Tubbs, the 26-year-old transgender child molester. Hannah is a boy, but Hannah identifies as a girl. Just keep that in mind. I'm, I'm reading this news release that Fox just put out, and they're referring to him as a she. I don't do that in my own talk, but I'm reading, I'm, I'm quoting them, so bear with me and them. But anyway, uh, explicit Los Angeles jailhouse recordings of Hannah Tubbs, the 26-year-old transgender child molester who received a slap on the wrist last month after pleading guilty to molesting a 10-year-old in 2014, depict her admitting it was wrong to attack a little girl, but gloating, remember, her is a him, gloating over the light punishment. She, he boasted that nothing would happen to her after she pleaded guilty due to district, Democrat District Attorney George Gascon's policy and laughed that she won't have to go back to prison or register as a sex offender. She also made explicit remarks about the victim, Fox says, that are unfit to print. Part of the, part of the conversation was a phone call that was recorded, and somehow Fox got a hold of it, thankfully, and put it out there. I hope millions read it. I believe they will. Part of the phone conversation between this boy who identifies as a girl and his father says, I'm quoting from the text of the phone call, I'm going to plead out to it, plead guilty, Tubb says in one recording. They're going to stick, they're going to stick um, me on probation and it's going to be dropped. It's going to be done. I won't have to register. I won't have to do nothing. You won't have to register, the father asks on the other line in the conversation. Tubb says, I won't have to do none of that. So what are they going to do then? Nothing, Tubb answers uh, his father. He, meaning she, he identifies as a she. Then he starts laughing on the phone. This Los Angeles district, and this, what this is about, really, is about this Los Angeles district attorney, this Glasgow. And, um, I mean, George Soros' money put this guy in his job, on the bench. I mean, everybody knows it. And he doesn't even believe in law and order, and yet they're a district attorney. So that's why Fox broke this story and broke it kind of in a big way this morning. Uh, it needs to be heard, and people need to know about this because it is pathetic. And that's what's going on in our culture today, among other things. We, are, we have gotten to the point where we, we are so detached from reality and truth that we are standing by with this adult look on our face Telling little boys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure, you're a girl. If you say you're a girl, you're a girl. That's crazy. That brings down a culture, it brings down a, a family, and it brings down a child. And every parent that goes along with that nonsense, I don't mean you should cast your child away. God gave you that child as a gift, whether you know it or not. 
and you need to nurture that child and love them and stand with them through their trial. But for God's sake, don't try to change the laws to match your kid's perversion. And that's what's happening in America today. We've lost our way. We can't see the truth, and it's standing right in front of us. And we don't have a clue what reality is anymore because we've listened to these lost, pathetic people on the left who are declaring all kinds of declarations. They themselves think they can create a lamb. They can create life. Well, (laughs) I'm a simple man, but they can't. God is the creator of life. We are not. Eve made her run at becoming like God. She failed, took her husband down with her, and we're still doing it. We can't seem to learn from the past because we erase the past. We don't want anything to do with history because it might make us feel uncomfortable or intimidated or whatever. Other than that, I have no opinion on that. Most Americans disapprove of Trudeau's dictatorial power grab up in Canada. But there's a new poll out by a very reliable poll. In fact, it's, it's not out as I speak. It will be later today. It's coming out. I was able to see a little preview of it this morning. But it's, uh, it's this Trafalgar group, and they have been right. They've been the most accurate polling company in America in tw- on the 2016 elections, the 2018 elections, the 2020 elections, and the 2021 elections. I say that not to provoke the Trafalgar group, but to say when they put out a report, it's usually really um, on the mark. So I, I would assume this one is as well. But they, they're they putting this out. It'll be in the news today. I don't think the media will make a big deal out of it because it isn't the media's narrative. It kind of runs contrary to the media's narrative on this whole trucker thing and Canada and the truckers are coming to America, by the way, from everything I can read and hear. But nonetheless, they they have this poll that's out there and they found, not surprisingly, that a majority of Americans disapprove of the way Justin Trudeau is handling the Canadian trucker protest. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, any you know, clear-thinking person would probably not agree with this guy. He's, he's taking on powers that are should not be his in, under the Canadian government, but nonetheless, he is. Vast majorities, they say in this poll, it's to be published today, vast majorities of Republicans and independents disapprove. But surprisingly, maybe not so much, but surprisingly, they say, a large majority of Democrats approve with what Justin Trudeau is doing. He's assuming powers that have never been given to a prime minister of Canada. He's brought up a a law that has never been invoked in the history of Canada to do what he's doing. He's arresting these truckers. They're freezing their bank accounts. They're taking their trucks. And last night they announced that in Canada, they're going to be selling their trucks. These trucks are not used Volkswagens. I mean, they're of great value. I mean, I don't know what a truck would cost, but a lot. They're going to be selling them to help recoup their costs for this domestic terrorism that's taking place in Ottawa and elsewhere in Canada. 
but as striking and as unbelievable as those numbers are, a large majority of Democrats approve of that. There was another finding in this uh, survey that struck me perhaps more, (laughs) I mean, 17% of Americans are unaware that this is even happening in Canada. 17%, almost 2 of 10 in America, don't even know about it. That's why we have the problems we have today. We live in a very uninformed world. And the media gets up every day from the big boys, New York Times, Washington Post, those guys. They get up every morning and they decide what is and what is not news. And it's not driven by importance or public service. It's driven by their own personal far-left agenda. And that's what you get as the news. And that trickles down to the little people across the country and the smallest TV markets there are, from the largest New York media, Los Angeles media, to your hometown, wherever it is. And that's what you hear sometimes kids on their learning. They're going through their, you know, their learning process at a little market station. And they're on there reading the script, but they're all saying the same thing. And they're leaving out and not saying the same things. And that's the problem in America. We are very uninformed. 17% of Americans don't even know about this truck issue and the protest in Canada. And we need to wake up and know what's going on in our country. The Convention of States Action, it's in partnership with the Trafalgar Group, one of America's most accurate pollsters, as I said, they say on their on this um, poll that's going to be released, the results today, they're saying that Prime Minister Trudeau's heavy-handed tactics, this is the polling company, Trafalgar, heavy-handed tactics to squash peaceful protests in Canada have shocked freedom-loving people around the world. However, Americans will be equally stunned to learn from these numbers that 65% of Democrats actually support the tyranny happening right before our eyes, and 17% have not even heard about one of the most consequential stories of 2022. It's amazing. The corporate media's false reporting, in many cases flat out ignoring this story, has contributed to the result. It If you want to avoid totalitarianism in our own country, the people must be given the truth. This is shameful and horrifying. End of quote. I totally agree. I could not agree more. We live in an upside-down world. It's unbelievable. But I've got good news. Really good news. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Psalm 33, 6. Psalm 33, 9 says, For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. There is someone who is in control of all things. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 says, For every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. That's the answer to all of these problems. But we've got to be informed as to the problems so we know how to pray and how to act. And we need to be doing both. The American truckers are planning 
Well, Pelosi is declaring that she's going to put that fence up again. Remember that fence she put up, the multi-million dollar fence around the capital of the freest nation on earth, or we have been? Well, she's talking about putting it up again, talking seriously about it. As she shuffles around the halls of power in Washington, D.C., she's now about to put up a wall around the whole Capitol Hill to keep these truckers away because they're coming. She's afraid they're coming. This symbol of contrived concern is over what the next horrific wave of, quote, Trump supporters, anybody who drives a truck is a Trump supporter in their mind. It may be true. Speaker Pelosi fears that this could be a show of political force by the truckers, and she wants to prepare for the truckers because she doesn't want the truckers to take over her country and her capital. Pelosi is so confused and politicized, She doesn't look like, but she sounds like Justin Trudeau. It's not about the truckers or the vaccine. Why can't these people get that? I'm not that smart. I've just been listening to what the truckers in Canada have been saying, and I know what the truckers in America are saying, because I'm hearing from some of them. It's about liberty and freedom, and freedom is fragile. Oh, yeah, it has to do with shots or no shots, but they're not arguing whether people should have shots or not. They're protesting the fact that the government doesn't have the right to take over our lives and our family and tell us what we're going to do and when we're going to do it, particularly as it has to do with taking shots and all this other stuff. They kind of believe like the founding fathers did. They believe that, well, maybe people should have a choice in things. Isn't it Planned Parenthood who's been telling us for all these weeks and months and years? My body, my choice. But that only applies to abortion not other freedoms, you see. Abortion shouldn't be a freedom. And hopefully, with God's blessing and help, we'll bring that to an end, at least the legalization of it. Benjamin Franklin once said, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. He's right. John Adams said something similar but different. He said, but a constitution of government, once changed from freedom, can never be restored. Liberty lost is lost forever. Edmund Burke, the Englishman, he observed that, quote, the people never give up their liberties, but under some delusion. In other words, the only way that people will truly give up their liberty is to be deluded, to be led into delusion, to be misled. That's why we have a little slogan on what we do here, say, be informed, not misled. Because if we're uninformed or misinformed, we will be misled. That is Satan's tool from the beginning. From the garden to now, Satan doesn't have equal power with God. I mean, often people show these characterizations of God is evil and Satan, I mean, God is good and, and Satan is evil and they're, they have equal you know, rights in the universe and they're warring against one another and the great war between good and evil and all this kind of thing. It, that isn't the way it is at all. Satan is a created being who fell and God is almighty God who was and is and forevermore shall be. And there is a a contest regarding good and evil, but the contest is to destroy you. Because God is over all and God is in control. But Satan always uses misinformation 
half-truths. And that's what we're seeing here in the media. And we're seeing it as it applies to this matter where truckers are organizing and say, we've had enough. We just want to exercise our right to assemble and our right to protest. The problem with that paralyzing fear is that what the leftist so-called progressives fear most, Donald Trump, Donald Trump is still running the leftists in this country. Everything they do is in regards to what they think Trump might do. And he isn't even in office. And he hasn't even said he's going to run for office. And if he does run for office, he may not get elected. But they are so consumed with hatred and fear for one man, they're beside themselves. They don't know what they're doing. Well, many of them are, many of these truckers are Trump supporters. I mean, obviously they are, but not all of them, I'm sure. But it's not, it's not in support of Trump necessarily. What they're doing is their way of expressing a defense of liberty and freedom. Doctors, many of them are doing the same thing, but they're not doing it with trucks because they don't have trucks. They have sutures and little instruments that they check you out when you go in to see. The left cannot grasp the fact that there are actually people in America that still cling to the notion that our Constitution and our God-given freedom and liberty, it defines what's important. It defines what sustains us. In an article written in Town Hall, this Davis, I forget his first name, but he said, I wrote down what his words, they're, 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 I agree, they're good. The U.S. Constitution precludes some of the heavy-handed response seen in Canada, but that's no guarantee that American left will restrain itself, rhetorically or behaviorally. It's easy to imagine, he says, that American truckers condemned as the Canadians have been, with support for them similarly denounced as domestic terrorism, that suggests the backfire may be as glorious to watch as the convoy itself. He says the convoy is coming. They're organizing. He's been talking to some of them. But they are figurative landmines along the route as well, he says. Well, as the -the over-the-top attacks that will rain down from parts of America, that's what Nancy Pelosi said the other day she fears, The convoy's message of freedom and self-determination, our truckers can wear those as a badge of honor. USA Today is telling their readers yesterday, they said to their leftist readers, they said the freedom convoy is already underway in America. Beware, be prepared, be guarded, go to your homes, lock your doors, take your shot, whatever. USA Today says dozens of vehicles and hundreds of people gathered last Saturday and Sunday near the Peace Bridge in, in Buffalo, New York. That connects the Ontario city of Fort Erie with the U.S. The protesters flew American flags. Imagine that. USA Today, that's news. They flew American flags and carried banners that said, My body, my choice, and do not comply, and so on. One of the organizers of the group says, according to USA Today, We watched the joy spread as everyone came together to stand for freedom to choose. Convoy to Save America, that's what they're calling their group. It carries that same message of unity and togetherness and peace. These are all words that the left uses that just flows from their mouth constantly, whether they're talking about abortion or free ice cream cones. It doesn't matter what it is. These words just flow off their off their lips and off their tongue. Another group that's forming in American organizing 
It's called the People's Convoy. It's planning a cross-country convoy starting in Los Angeles, ending up in Washington, D.C. That's why Nancy is all worked up about this. The dates, they say, are forthcoming because they're getting already a lot of pushback from the left, who is in power politically in America today. But given the response, it's pretty clear that the ordinary people of Canada and the U.S., at least in my view, are sick and tired of politicians running their life. We elect these people as humble public servants, and they play the role. When they're asking for your vote and your money, then they get on a a bus or a plane, usually a private jet anymore, and they go off to Washington, D.C., and they change. That's the problem. Ordinary people are sick and tired of it. So is Rand Paul. He's really sick and tired of it. He told the Daily Signal, that's a part of the Heritage Foundation, it's an arm of the Heritage. He said, I'm all for these trucker convoys coming to the United States. He's not timid. He never is, never has been. He said, I'm all for it. Civil disobedience is a time-honored tradition. Senator Rand Paul. (laughs) It's a time-honored tradition in our country, from slavery to civil rights, you name it. Peaceful protests clog things up, make people think about the mandates. He said, I hope truckers do come to America. He said, ask how he thinks Washington should handle the convoy. He said, it'd be great if they would come. But the thing is, it won't shut the city down because the government workers haven't come to work in two years anyway. He said, I don't know if it'll affect D.C., the traffic, because there isn't any. He said, it would be nice. It would be a nice change. He said, we'd actually have some traffic in D.C. He said, there's no tourists, no workers. He said, nobody goes there anymore. They stay home on their phone and on their Skype. He said, I hope they clog up the cities. He said, what they're finding is moms and dads are upset about this. They're not just Republican. He said, everybody's upset about it. He said, the way the government is handling this. He himself is a doctor, of course. I thought of, remember Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher? She and former President Ronald Reagan were became very close allies and very close personal friends, I, as I understand. But Thatcher said, reflecting on Thomas Jefferson's words, she said, the price of freedom is still and always will be eternal vigilance. Ronald Reagan, her friend and our great president, he said, the price of freedom may be high, but never so costly as the loss of freedom. How high can the cost of freedom be? It could be pretty high because ultimate freedom was not brought about by protests. It was brought about by God becoming flesh and dwelling among us. By his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, submitting to the will of Almighty God, who was and is and forevermore shall be, and allowing himself to be hung on a cross until he was dead, and yet raised from the dead by the power of of Christ by the power of God and that power that raised Christ from the dead lives in you and me and that's why we can face each day tomorrow we can face these things and we can be informed we can know about it because he lives we live and we can face tomorrow as Bill Gaither so beautifully wrote in his song thank you for your support we need it we are totally funded by your support Those of you who listen and believe what we're doing is important. Thank you so much. We need your support. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 
9809. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. There's much happening in our world. We'll continue tomorrow right here. I'll see you then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.